Welcome everyone to Chat Central. I'm Sean. I'm JB. And I'm Shell. We're friends who chat about pop culture, politics, and everything in between. So grab a drink, get comfortable, and we hope that you enjoy our Chat Central podcast. Nothing is off limits. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 16, I think we're on 16, of Chat Central. I'm Shell, I have my friend JB, um, our other co-host Sean, she'll be joining us shortly at some point. Um, we were literally having this conversation about like beauty standards in society and thought that it would actually make you know, a good episode to actually talk about and record um, about. So what I want to ask you, um, JB, like as a guy, because I know women, we deal with this a lot. But like from a male's perspective, have you ever felt pressured in a space to kind of like look a certain kind of way based on like those around you and adhere to a certain body type and standard or? Um, yeah, I think that's just natural. Um, I think, you know, when I was at, you know, my last job before my current job, you know, you get so used to people telling you that you're attractive and all this kind of stuff. And, Mm. you know, you can be in one space and feel like you're the most attractive or you stand out. And then you go into another space where you just encounter so many different diversities and uh, ethnicities and you see and yourself, what you thought was, you know, a handsome person, but then when you compare yourself to, you know, the little Latin boy or, you know, the black boy with, you know, lighter eyes, you start to feel insecure. So I didn't start to feel those ways until I got to like my current job, you know, thinking before that, you know, I was all right. But then when you start looking at other people around you, you're just like, well, damn, you know, they have all of these other things going on about themselves. Maybe I'm just okay (laughs) you know right and it doesn't help that you actually are in an industry where y'all have to look a certain kind of way like all of y'all are i ain't never seen anybody in your industry that's like unattractive you know like i've never never seen that i always thought the men were always very clean and well put together and very handsome and edged up and everything and stuff and the you know ladies are always you know on 10 and look their best as well so i'm sure Mm -hmm. that doesn't help um yeah well no i was gonna say um i don't know that i've ever felt pressure to look a certain kind of way I don't know that outside of like just wanting like brown hazel eyes and stuff like that yeah (laughs) (laughs) and just like buying contacts so I could have light brown eyes but that wasn't because I saw somebody else with light brown eyes it was just because I just felt like they looked better on me right um I mean I think it's just a natural thing when you just see somebody else you know who like I said, when you feel like you look good and then you see somebody else who has a little bit more to offer, it brings up certain insecurities within yourself. Mm-hmm. And the type of job that I have, I work with people who are always on. Everybody like, always on, child. They got yeah, to be. Hair is in perfect place always. You know, teeth are straight, teeth are white, you mm-hmm. know, slim, fit, you know, all of those things. So when you see people like that, it just kind of makes you think like, maybe I'm not enough. Mm. You know? <clears throat> yeah, that does kind of 
that does suck but um well i want to say it sucks but it creates like a lot of pressure Mm -hmm. um so let me ask you this then like in your in well not even just in your industry but like even in like your walks of life like have you been yourself like guilty of judging people based on like the way they look so let's say like they're a certain complexion like do you automatically assume xyz um you know do you automatically assume that they're mixed or that they think that they're better than blase blase or Mm -hmm. you haven't really done that really yeah i mean growing up you know um i've always viewed lighter skinned people as like the top tier Mm mm-hmm you know, um, and my mom, you know, she's lighter skin, so I always equated that to being better. And mm-hmm. you know, even even certain members of my family. So you just obviously compare yourself to those people, and you feel like since you are of a dark compl- darker complexion, are brown skin, dark skin, that you're not on the same level. That's how mm-hmm. I felt when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, not so much, just because I've been able to go through the world. But you know, those are some of the things that you do kind of think about and you have issues with Mm -hmm. well it's interesting that you you know say that you know you're more traveled I think also what plays into it is like exposure to other people Mm -hmm. more so now so when we were little, you didn't really see a whole lot of people that look like us. Like, I'm dark-skinned, so you don't see, like, a lot of chocolatey, you know, people who are in, like, actress settings and, you know, um, just different careers or just people that look like you, right? right. But now with the exposure to, like, social media, you see more people that kind of look like you and they're in their models, their actresses, they, you know, the first lady, um, Michelle Obama, shout out to her. Mm-hmm. Like, you see more representation across the board now. Absolutely. And so I think that helps. Um, I was actually talking to one of my friends who um, she's actually fair skinned and she has like long, like curly hair and everything. Really, really pretty. Um, And I talked to her about being on the side of being that person that dark skinned people, you know, would talk about, you know, Mm -hmm. or they wouldn't let her play or they would talk about her because her hair was different even though people perceived her as being better, you know? Mm -hmm. And it just kind of sucks because, you know, kids are the worst. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Kids are terrible. Um, But some of that is ingrained in us from slavery, right? Oh, of course. It definitely comes from the house nigga, you know, outside nigga. Um, (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, I mean, I agree. Yeah, I mean, because like even... Back then, you were taught that if you are lighter skinned, you're going to, as a woman, you're going to work in the house. And then even mm-hmm. with the lighter skinned men, they had a role with Massa that a darker skinned person wouldn't have. Dark skinned mm-hmm. people, they work in the fields or they had to saddle the horse. So mm-hmm. way back when we were taught certain lines and boundaries and uh, where we placed in life. hmm yeah, I, and I even remember, like, in my family, you know, uh, my grandfather's family, on that side, they're primarily lighter skin. So whenever I would go around them, like, 
I even would change the way I spoke, how I acted, just because I felt like a lighter skin equated to someone even being white. Mm-hmm. That's exactly it's a white complex. Yeah. And that's just a trained behavior. Like, because mm-hmm. you grow up thinking that way. Right. And like I said, it comes back to now us being exposed to more shades of beauty. Um, I think when it comes to like being exposed to people who look like you, especially when you're a little brown girl and you see other little brown girls like on social media who are getting just as many likes, their hair looks, you know, just like your hair and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I think you tend to carry, you know, a bit more self-esteem, like even just like the dolls. I think Sean could probably um, attest to, you know, even the Barbie dolls being different now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they have Barbie dolls now. They have locks in their hair, or they're you know dark skin. They're fair skin. They uh, come in all different shades and stuff like that. And so I think if I was a little girl, then if I was a little girl now, I think my perception of how I see saw myself would be different completely yeah. different well, than I, it was I, when I was little. Yeah, I think we just have more representation now. Like, it's okay for you to be dark-skinned. It's okay for you to be brown-skinned. Because you think back years ago, like, especially, like, in the supermodel days. Of course Alec had, Wick. We, yeah. That was the only one. Yeah, I mean, but think about it. Like, remember when we had the two top supermodels, Tyra Banks and mm-hmm. Naomi Campbell. Like, mm-hmm. even though Tyra, I mean, uh, Naomi Campbell was fierce and her walk was everything and she was gorgeous, Tyra was always booked a little bit more because of her aesthetic. Mm-hmm. And she's a little fair. She was a little fair skin. What yeah. we talking about, Sean, was beauty standards um, today and how they're so much different than, you know, five years ago, 10 years ago. And so um, what I was going to ask you is, do you feel... Um, like your perception of how you may have seen yourself would be different if you were exposed to more people, you know, in beauty that look like you. Um, I, I mean, maybe in my okay, so you're talking about something like as far as adolescence or me as an adult now. Yeah, so like right now you have all this exposure, you know, to people of all different shades and sizes and um, just different physical backgrounds with different features. And so we didn't have that exposure when we were younger, right? right. All we saw was what we saw the Tyras of the world, the Naomi's right. of the world, etc. right? But right. now you have everything. Do you feel like your perception and how you saw yourself um, and maybe any insecurities that you had, you know, as an adolescent, as a teen or whatever, would be different if you had the same exposure that kids have today? Um, No, I mean, I kind of grew up, I mean, you know. Or was you the bomb.com? Like, and you knew you was the bomb.com. <laughs> I mean, well, you know, I was Because that could be you so too. Yeah, I mean, Ooh. I was stacked, honey. So. <laughs> <laughs> I barely, I you can't keep a mouth up. You couldn't keep a mouth up. I could barely walk down the street good. Well, you and still everything. can't walk down the street good. You can't walk down the street. You get hate. 
But yeah, I mean, for me, I grew up, you know, watching films like Friday, you know, Boys and, you know, just things like that, Martin and Fresh Prince. And I mean, for me, I don't, I don't really know if I saw them like any different than me. I mean, they had money and stuff like that, but I wasn't like the darkest girl. So it wasn't mm-hmm. necessarily, now obviously, you know, men, they kind of prefer the light-skinned girls, but I wasn't a bad-looking woman and I didn't feel like a particular way because they were some ugly light-skinned girls too. So for mm-hmm. me, it just never mattered. Like mm-hmm. I was just like, you you ugly or not a, or not a looker. That's, that's what I like to say. If you weren't like the best looker, then that come in all shades. So, okay, you know, for me, I didn't really feel that pressure. I went to school with everybody that looked like me. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? Because, uh, like my sisters, they were they grew up in a more diverse crowd, so they were exposed to more white people, Brazilians, Hispanics, different stuff like that. Like all of us were all black girls. I mean, we all pretty much looked the same, dressed the same. You know, just different stuff like that. And obviously, like I said, you may have some of the girls that kind of stood out a little bit that was like fair skin. But um, no, I mean, I didn't really feel a way growing up, to be honest. I just felt like some people did, obviously, yeah. um, if they were not secure in who they were. But, you know, now there is a big representation. Like some of my favorite girls is Thousand Pound Sister. Shout out to Amy and um Tammy Slater. <laughs> <laughs> um, is this this T V show y'all be wanting yeah, to watch? Subscribe, oh, subscribe YouTube. <laughs> oh god <laughs> yeah. but uh can i just do a quick mention um <laughs> like when we're talking about skin complexion like even when you think about what we viewed as kids on tv like one of our favorite shows me and you me and you shell like girlfriends the I star love of the girlfriend. show was joan who just so mm-hmm. happened to be a lighter mixed, skin woman and you she's know, mixed with curly right. hair and everything and then you take it back to martin Pam and Gina, mm-hmm. both gorgeous, but mm-hmm. who's the star of the show? Gina. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. she was a lighter-skinned woman. Yeah. So I think, like, when they put those images out, like, it sticks in your head. If I'm not this way, if I don't look like this, then I'm considered to be lesser than. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> well, the same thing is done on social media because, like, you see certain features that all the girls are doing everybody getting um at fake ass put in everybody has weave and you know so my so my next question is do you feel that what we see on social media that real people are really attracted to that Uh, I, i don't just because i know that you know when that person goes home all of that stuff is going to come off. The makeup is going to come off. The weave is going to come off. So mm-hmm. I've never compared myself to anybody on social media. Of course, mm-hmm. you can look at somebody on social media and say, oh, they're beautiful or whatever. But you have to think about there's Photoshop, there's makeup, there's mm-hmm. hair. There are so many things that you can do to make yourself look good when you normally wouldn't. Child, so, it's been some pictures I done took of myself. I'd be like, who that? Who mm-hmm. that? Yeah. I'm like, I don't even know that person. She real cute, child. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Damn camera phone. Okay. Sure, iPhone <laughs> will do it. Mm-hmm. Well, Android in your oh, case. Just, 
Yeah, I'm just wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, Sean, hold on. What you're not gonna fucking do? At least I could charge my phone and put in headphones at the same goddamn time. How about that? That's what you true, cause uh, why you struggling earlier? Yeah, you got a lot going on and shit. What mm. you were saying, Sean? Um, I don't know, but um, <laughs> <laughs> we was talking about like social media and you know. When we see the Cardi B's and we watch yeah, Nicki Minaj like, and care, but them kids, they are they are bombarded with so much. You yeah. know, I don't care because like I said, growing up I saw Lil Kim, Lil Kim was like and I know and I think for me honestly, we knew what we dealt with in my little bubble. Like, but coming out, I mean just hearing these interviews and stories later on from like people saying in the industry, hey, it was a colorism and you know, it was only like one leading, you know, one role and you had four mm-hmm. or five women to consider like a lot of that stuff. I didn't know that as a kid. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I wasn't, we wasn't privy to that. They weren't doing interviews like that. They weren't talking about that kind of thing. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So it really didn't impact me. And as a grown woman, I don't care about mm-hmm. with none of these women with fake asses and stuff like I'm just, Child, I just everything I, yeah. yeah I'm just me like you take it or leave it I, I I'm not even about to do all of that because that's just too much and it's superficial that ain't gonna keep no man faithful mm-hmm. women it's not gonna keep a man Child, they cheated on Beyonce child they okay. cheated on Holly and I was like Beyonce 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 <laughs> okay <laughs> <Luther> Van <Droth>. <laughs> wait who cheated on Luther well, you know, uh, sweetie from uh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> right, I don't, wait, I don't get it. I think I aged out. I think I aged out of there. You, know, you remember on Flavor Love, she was like Beyonce, Beyonce. Beyonce you look yeah, like Luther Vandross. Oh no, that is what she said. <laughs> <laughs> that is the rest of that. That is the rest of that. Shout out to New York, child. Okay. Oh man, but yeah, it just um, I, I do wish as a kid that you know we had more exposure, um, like I said, to people that look like us. I would have loved to have little Barbie dolls that had locks in their hair. Because I have 4C kind of hair, okay? And if you got that thick, coarse, just you pull it and it snap back, you know, kind of hair, like you don't know what to do with that. You don't feel beautiful because you don't know how to take care of it. And it just makes you just just you you just feel like this sucks and stuff and so I wish that natural hair like when I was little that natural hair was as embraced you know Mm -hmm. as it is that's probably like the only thing that I'm like oh yeah I wish like that could have been a thing in my childhood yeah but I I just feel like we've always conformed to white standards you know even back then yeah like you know we were taught about perms and even for men just texturizers to have uh you had a texturizer no I've never used it but um I did use wave products Mm -hmm. (laughs) so um you know it's just like those things that you learn early on just to kind of fit in and conform to a certain standard Mm-hmm. And Sean got extra, extra straight hair. Like your hair grow like that, Sean? It just grow straight like that, or? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty then, mm-hmm. we're gonna assume that it do just grow like that. Well, so. I think she got brazy in now. 
No, okay. But I'm saying, like, every time I see her, she got, you know, straight, straight, you know, hair. So I figured it, you know, just grow like that. Oh, yeah. She's been having a wrap since we met. <laughs> right. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there she go. Yeah, there she go. <laughs> right. But, um, yeah, I'll, it's, it's interesting, you know, when you... We are always judging, like, you know, light-skinned people and stuff like that. Like, I remember being in school, and everybody else got a black mama and black daddy. And we had this one girl in our class, and her mama was white and stuff. And, God, we used to talk we used to talk about her all the time. I ain't even going to lie, child. Mm-hmm. But some of it was probably envy because she was lighter-skinned. Her hair went all the way down her back and stuff like that. And like I was saying, like, now I have a friend who, now her parents are both African-American, but she clearly got something, some Indians, some Chikawa, something in her damn family because the way her hair grow, child. <laughs> I'm like, girl, you got something. But um, it's just interesting listening to someone who got tormented because of that. Yeah. Um, and that perspective, and it's like, damn, that really sucks. When at the end of the day, we're all just human beings. We all just want to fit in. And as kids, and even as adolescents, and sometimes as adults, like we let this mentality of who we think somebody is, like you know, predicate um how we treat them, and that you know that really does suck. Yeah, I think you catch it on both sides. You know, uh, lighter skinned women, they've always been accused of being too pretty. So they got teased and, you know, tormented for that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like I said, it just always goes back to years ago, like the slave days, you know, being that lighter skinned women were in the house and dark skinned Mm -hmm. women were in the field. That created that competition and that envy right then and there. And it was just something that continued out through the years. And the slave masters wasn't messing with the dark skinned girls. They was fucking the uh, light skinned girls, like Sally well, Hemmings and. Well, no, huh? see, I disagree with that. They well, were they? messing. They were messing with the dark skinned women, but they were just like messing on with the them. Low. But they were, yeah, they would have the lighter skinned women on their arms. They weren't getting them pregnant. I know that. Mm-hmm. Or if they was, they was beating it the hell out of them and stuff. Mm-hmm. But what's um the biggest takeaway that you guys um have had or something you've learned with dealing with like people from different backgrounds like you know regardless of how they look or even like where they're from Sean you want to go ahead No but uh, I'll go ahead and go but no um so the biggest takeaway from dealing with people from different backgrounds Mhm I think everybody <laughs> Everybody oh. want to what? Everybody want to what, Shy? One more time. <laughs> well, I guess I'll what's give big, my input. What's your, what's your biggest takeaway, JB? She um, gonna cuss us out, by the way. Right. I'll just say this. I remember um, I brought up earlier about you know be, me being at work and coming across so many different ethnicities and. Um, diverse people and feeling like you know I didn't look as maybe good as they did just because of the certain um, look that they brought or the aesthetic that they had but the more you work with people and you come across people the more you realize that 
everything that you have is one enough and then two they want what you have like you see so many mm-hmm. white people wanting fuller lips and uh fillers in their face just so they Kardashian. can have, like, yeah, all the Kardashians cheeks. and then you see white women and black even uh white men tanning until they get to our complexion so child you know. that tanning is some bull that is a hot fucking mess take your ass into the damn house cause you know you can't be out in no sun like that mm, before you okay. get skin cancer and die child, mm-hmm. child you know <laughs> white folk be getting on my nerves mm-hmm. um well, let me not say white people. Colonizers is what be getting on my nerves. <laughs> but so what were you saying, Sean, about your biggest, you know, takeaway that you've learned from dealing with people with, you know, ethnic differences? Well, I just think everybody wants to be accepted. Everybody, you know, wants to be appreciated for, you know, who they are mm-hmm. um, in some sort of way. So. I mean, yeah, I think we all, you know, even though we have so many differences, I think the essence of us is still the same. We want to be loved. We love our family. You know, we just want to be successful, have a happy life, whatever that means and that type of thing. So we're more of, you know, like we're more the same than we are different, like internally. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that's the biggest takeaway. I just try to give everybody a fair shot. You know what I mean? Not judge a person. I have some friends that are not lookers. And then I have some friends that are lookers, but I look internally like, what type of person mm-hmm. are you? you know, I'm one JV, of your friends that's a looker. I'm one JV of your show look a hot mess. <laughs> <laughs> look, I was like, let me. I was like, she ain't talking about me. I'm a looker. She ain't talking about me. Well, you know. Well, I'm glad I can say I'm secure with who I am. <laughs> I don't know what my biggest uh my biggest takeaway has been like um I piggyback off of what what the both of you have said was that we're all human and we all desire you know just to be need um needed heard and seen mm-hmm. um and everybody is deserving of the same respect regardless of what they look like and where they come from but also too not to judge people just based on how they look because how people see themselves sometimes it's not how the world sees them in essence, so sometimes people have insecurities that you otherwise would not even know that they have just because they look a certain kind of way. Or um, not necessarily mm-hmm. how you see a person is how that person sees themselves. Right, mm-hmm. right, right. Like, I think Beyonce, I remember listening to an interview that she did. She's not the greatest communicator in the world, but... <laughs> um pretty much she was saying you know she doesn't see herself the way that other people see her which is why she you know morphs into like Sasha on stage and everything because in her real life like she's not the sexy diva and you know all of that and I'm sure Jay-Z cheating ain't help with that shit yeah but I mean even with Beyonce like one of the most beautiful women in the world she it took her a while to embrace her curves because Mm -hmm. like she came from a time where everybody was slim and fit Mm -hmm. and she had this curvy body and she had to start making a movement for women to accept themselves as they are just because it wasn't the typical norm 
Mm-hmm. But that's because we let colonizers dictate what beauty looks like, right? Mm -hmm. And so you're doing business with these white-owned companies, and they're telling you what black people like when that's never been the case. Mm -hmm. Black men have all, and black women have always appreciated somebody that's curvy mm -hmm. and thick faces and all of that. That's never been an issue for us. It's been an issue for the community that they're marketing to. Right. Yeah. So, it's a hot mess. But before we go, um, I wanted to ask, have y'all been watching the little uh American Next Top Model on Instagram shade room? Mm -mm. Uh-uh. I haven't watched it either, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Did have y'all y'all jumped? I know you used to watch America's Next Top Model. Sean, did you watch America's Next Top Model? Um, I think like Cup, like when it first came on, like with with Eva or something like that. Yeah. That was it. So on Eva's season, <laughs> I think there was a model on there named Takara. Yeah. And yes, Takara is actually doing like an America's Next Top Model, but it's on Shade Room. So if mm. y'all go on Shade Room on Instagram, they have like, and all the models are like big girls. Mm. All of them are and stuff right. like I. Yeah, so y'all check it out and you know let me know what y'all think. I'll let y'all waste y'all time because I haven't done it. I just keep scrolling <laughs> past it. But I know they down to like four thick models or whatever the case is. I don't even know the name of it, but it's just yeah. interesting to see Takara doing that when she mm -hmm. started out on America's Next Top Model. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and Ashley Graham is another pretty uh, full-figure model and everything like that. So, What's her name? Ashley Graham. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, mm -hmm. who is that? <laughs> is, isn't she like lighter skin? And uh... yeah, but I'm just saying she full figure and she's a pretty lady though. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. And she got a she got a black husband or I'm trying to give her some kudos. She point. might. She might. I think so. No, uh, actually, when I think about it, she might be a white woman. Mm. Well, at least she thick though. At least yeah. she thick. Yeah, she probably not. She probably shaped like a black woman. That's she what shaped it is. like a black woman. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. You know, it's all good though. She probably got a black husband. I'm trying to Google <laughs> real quick. Oh yeah, this lady well, white. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She may not be white. She might be mixed with some or something. No, she's know. white. She she, she white. look white. She look she give but um, you know, shout out. To the thick girls, you know, I'm forever a thick girl. And um, yes, she does have a black husband, Michelle. Mm, child. Let me get another <laughs> Kardashian. Let me get off that child. <laughs> oh, Y'all know how I feel about them goddamn Kardashians and stuff. Goddamn leave <laughs> our men alone and shit. Like let us let us take care of them and give them what they need. And I feel like a black woman could give yay what it is that he needs and take care of him not like the way his mother would but it's just i don't know just something about the relationship um between a black man and a black woman or a black man and a black man it's just a relationship between black people period well you know what they say if they can be so easily taken away then they weren't yours to begin with Child, we don't want we don't want yay well we kind of <laughs> do want yay but you know he lost to the game and it's okay <laughs> well guys this was fun another episode thank you for joining us Sean we appreciate your presence <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, you, you know, I was getting a lot of calls in and that was uh, knocking me out. I know y'all don't know about getting calls, but subscribe, YouTube. We love no, you. No, I, mm-hmm. I don't know anything about that. People just talk on the phone. And you can easily sit. send them to voicemail. Well, I and, not, and knock it out because you got the free trial version of this. Well, how about that can be your contribution to the episode? You can uh, pay for the uh, extra <laughs> trial, the premium, or right? The unlimited edition. Because yes, you ain't well, got no other contributions. Um, <laughs> I, I bring that knowledge. Well, this isn't on YouTube. Shout out to so. all my fans. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, to the next episode, guys. Bye. 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 Subscribe.